Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We've got uh, two cool guests sitting on our couch. This is like a double shot of two cool guests sitting on our couch. We did this last night with two actually really fucking cool people. You yeah, guys have, you I, would, some shoes I would to hang fill. out with them. You got some shoes to fill. <laughs> no, like for real. Actually, when I went home, I said to my sister, who's our babysitter, I was yep. like, I would hang out with those people. I like oh, those people. Nice. They, they were, were also nerdy, though. They were super nerdy, but I, super I'm also super nerdy. I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I read for fun. <laughs> yeah, that is like well, com- comic books or like like book books? A lot. So like fiction, um, nonfiction. What's your deal? So normally I do nonfiction on Audible, and then I'll read a fiction at the same time in physical form. At, at the same time. How long? Not does it simultaneously. Take you- <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take you to read something? Because uh, okay, I'm not. A, I hate reading. I'm not a reader Kay. at all. I, I've never been. Why not? I, I I don't enjoy it. I don't read well out loud. Mm. Um, and I don't enjoy. I just don't enjoy reading. It takes me a long time to read. Mm, so mm, when defensive. someone reads a book and they like rip through it, I'm like, yeah. fuck, I've read 10 pages and you finished the book. Mm. Yeah. So I don't enjoy reading at all. And then there's one year that I'm like, I'm going to try reading. I'm really going to give it a go. Okay. And then I went to like chapters and I went to the music department, like the biography section. I'm like, mm. I'm going to start with the musician biographies because okay. at least that's a little interesting to exactly. me, right? Okay. And so like I read, you know, Neil Peart's one of his books. I'm like, because I love Rush. And I'm like, this is good. I can, I can read this. I read it. Mm-hmm. It took me way longer than it should have, but I read it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let me read another one of his books. I read another of his books. I'm like, cool let me check out someone else's biography and I went for I, I got a Neil Young biography okay. and I'm like are you fucking kidding me like I can't do it I just I, I just I just stopped I just yeah. stopped it was yeah. interesting but well, I just stopped and see that's the thing is you, it has read. to be something you can it. really really get into mm-hmm. and the point of reading isn't it. to fly through books I mean I think when you it really me, really okay. enjoy reading <laughs> it's a competition mm-hmm. but I think when you really really enjoy reading I mean it, there's different personalities like for me I like I I don't fly through them. I read really fast. You know that I read really fast. But Mm. sometimes I like actually like reading it really slow because I want to like understand everything and like get what's going on and absorb it. And Mm -hmm. so and even sometimes like if I notice that I'm skimming too quickly, I'm like, no, I'm not getting this. I don't put it away. I don't even like to sit in one position for like fucking five minutes at one time. Yeah, real bored. I can't do it. So I'm gonna be honest. I kind of have like an ADD brain. Like as far as like everything goes like if i'm focusing on things though like 10 other thought bubbles that pop up and i just have to constantly write things down like i'm always taking notes um but when i was growing up my parents were like a classic asian family and i was only allowed to watch three hours of tv a week whoa a week a week and Did you so, get to choose at least? Uh, Probably not. It's not what, really. It's whatever <laughs> the family's watching, but yeah. now the, the stopwatch is out. You can start they now. Yeah, literally. Or it was like, um, you know, it was like if it wasn't a school night and it was like approved for children, then I could watch it. But there was only three hours, of, and then I would go over in my like godparents' house, and they yeah, were yeah, they small. would they would try to like spoil me, and my parents would literally like get the shepherd's crook out and just drag me out by the hair and just be like, nope, that's enough TV. You've already had three hours. You're not getting an extra three hours here. Um, so when I was growing up, if I had finished all my homework, because let's be honest, how much homework do you have as you know your four and seven year olds? Mm. I wasn't allowed to watch TV after, so I could only read books. Mm. So I got really fast at reading, and I can almost speed read. So like, I'll like skim through a paragraph, right. and then kind of have to go through and be like, "Oh, what words did I miss?" But I can breeze through like a five hundred page book 
in like a week. What? See, that's insane. That's All right, let's do, let's, so your let's, parents, let's, your parents probably did you a favor. So and they, by the way, she's with the trauma, on the couch boozing right with now. The, they, they did me a Good favor. Job. It's better than I, It's like plus minus. It's I have much better than when skills, I found I her really drinking fast. in the parking lot. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> now we're on a couch. Right now, she's in a Scarborough parking lot. Good job. Good job, folks. It's my high school. Should have given six hours for the week. So let me actually introduce the guest. Yeah, formal intros. Sidetracked with nerd and books and stuff. Well, I understand because we are. Both, I don't read. We are both quite nerdy. I'm on the same page as you. Yeah, page one. Page <laughs> one. Table of contents, man. <laughs> ah, well. Tip your weight style. I'll be here all week. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You guys are funny. And FYI, I'm pretty sure TV raised me and I turned out all right. Nice. Uh, hey, everyone. It's Amanda. And cool. we have Jason and Crystal on the couch. They are drinking. It's Friday, so it's totally acceptable. And it's Friday night. Um, it's got to be almost 9 p.m. My kids better be in bed. <laughs> and uh, we are doing a Hanging with Entrepreneurs segment tonight. So Jason and Crystal um, have recently opened up a new business, uh, Chalk Up. Yeah, yep. I just I literally like right before we started wanted to make sure I knew the business name and then mm-hmm. just as I was saying it almost forgot it again but I got it I got it so this is this is fairly new for you guys and mm-hmm. so Mark wanted to get them in and talk about it because the three of them met they all work together at some point in time mm-hmm. and they've taken you guys taken courses and they've taken yeah. courses we have, yeah yeah enjoyed them yeah yeah I met I met Crystal first <laughs> reflexology doing reflexology mm-hmm. and then the two of yeah. you was it assessments or joint mobs that you guys did together assessments, assessments. assessments yeah. right mm-hmm. okay so here they are on the couch and I'm gonna let them introduce themselves but yeah these are some brand new business owners and they've got some really cool stuff going on in the East End. Absolutely. And as a forever East Ender, I appreciate that you guys didn't try to like move north or south or east or right. west. Yeah. Yeah. Toronto or something. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like there's not that there's less competition out there, but there's more of a chance to shine. Like I find that when I was I mean, I, so I'm a massage therapist. Hi, I'm Crystal. Um <laughs> That's a good start, yeah. One, <laughs> one of my biggest communities that I treat is the bodybuilding community and the bodybuilding community out east um you know shout out to my friend Lynn um is is very tight-knit like Mm. you know there's not a ton of people out there um and so it's like if one person refers you automatically you have a network of like 50 people who are willing to throw money at you to look better for the show to look you know to look dry to look lean and if one person's like i saw this girl for whatever six weeks out of prep and i won my category other people are gonna be like all right cool let me just let me just do whatever let me just throw money at her crystal's going Mm -hmm. to be the rmt for bodybuilders in the east end yeah Yeah. my hands are crying but that's fine (laughs) (laughs) have have another drink it's not on purpose i guess it's by accident but she Mm. got into she was on the podcast she was in her first season she was our first she was the first episode that we did of a series called Under the Sheets. Under the Sheets is is when we just have someone on and they've got like a real kind of fucking hardcore story. Mm. And I went to talk to her because she went to massage school with me at CCMH. And I just wanted to talk to her about, you know, everything that you're doing and because she was working with a lot of bodybuilders. And then it came out in that episode. That's how it became Under the Sheets. I'm at her condo in, in Etobicoke. And this, while we're talking, it comes out that her mother has been really sick for a long time. And it's actually, it's, it's, really, it's really sad. Her mother was sick for a long time and one of the sisters 
wanted everyone to help out equally. And they're all like, we can't help out equally. Like we can't, I can't, I can't sit by a, a, a hospital bed for like four months. I can't do that. And so one of the sisters got really upset, took the mother, went up north and denied everybody access to her. Damn. Oh, it gets even weirder because this is what she's telling me on the podcast. Mm. A week later, she sends me a message and she's like, I just found out my mother's been dead for a year. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. What the fuck? And she's talking like her mother's alive because as far as she knows, her mother's up north living with her sister and blah, blah, blah. And she sends me a message the next week. She's like, oh, my God, my mother, I just found out my sister told me, she. I haven't talked to her forever. She told me my mother's been dead for like 11 months. What the fuck? That's and insane. as the sister, it's like, are you... Are you okay, bro? Like, why are you behaving like this? Yeah, like, it, does she have a mental breakdown? Uh, the whole thing was just a, a dirty, dirty, dirty mess. But anyway, that's that's how. I don't even know why I started. Oh, because she, 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 she works exclusively with bodybuilders. That episode, mm-hmm. by the way, like how this one was supposed to start out all happy and hyping up your business and then went downhill fast. <laughs> just kidding. That episode was originally supposed to be about treating bodybuilders. So yeah. I guess now we can learn from Crystal because it didn't go that yeah, way. Yeah, because she was competing in all the rest of it, right? So that's how she got into the world of bodybuilding. Yep. And then all of her clients are, are fucking bodybuilders yep. now. That's the only people she works with. So I have really only cool. ever worked on, actually in my entire tenure career I've only ever worked on one actual bodybuilder mm. and like how you said your hands were crying I couldn't handle treating this guy yeah. like and on top of it this blew my mind I don't know if you've had this experience okay. like the biggest baby I've ever met in my entire life no pain tolerance like, whatsoever and like I was like I'm not even using a lot of pressure bro like I don't know what else to do right. you're enormous yep. and you barely <laughs> want me to touch you I'm like do you just like were you actually thinking I was just gonna like rub oil on you, you yeah, yeah. You, and there were people that you can pay to do that <laughs> yeah 100% you're like I'm literally <laughs> a block away from here you can go if that's yeah. what you really want I treated him oh. like oh yeah well, we are we are in northeast Scarborough so. <laughs> half a block I know <laughs> I know the guys have got them on speed dial. What's up? Mark knows them all too. That sounds worse than it really has to. That's okay. That's it okay. Was, it was market research for one of our podcasts. We're, we're, okay. okay. we're talking about rubber We're talking about rubber yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of it was a market research. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah. just rubbing and no tugging. I felt really good about that. I, I bet you did, it. girl. Okay, if you, guys don't, if you guys don't know about this episode, so we were doing a whole episode on rub and tugs. We were doing yeah. a series, a series on rub and tugs. So we were, we were finding, we did a bunch of research on rub and tugs that we were finding out. Okay, there are legal rub and tugs. Mm-hmm. They're licensed body rub parlors, mm. and there's only twenty something licenses that get issued every year, and they're quite expensive. And there's there's a whole bunch of regulation that goes along with it. And then everyone else is a holistic license. And so what we were doing is we were going to go into as many rub and tugs as we could and find out how many of them would issue us RMT receipts. I don't know what this we business is. Wow. Went alone. <laughs> the solo mission right there. Just, damn, it was, son. It was, it, was, it, was, it was funny. Yeah. You know that he had no choice, but he had his earbuds in. He had no choice but to keep me on the phone oh, yeah. most of the time. I'm like, you, you're not fucking walking in there. It was, you're yeah, not or, enjoying or, this or, experience. Or I'm calling her like right before I go, and I'm going in this one. Um, but um, of the 15 places we went to, mm. five of them were going to give me RMT receipts. Oh, wow. And hmm. were you... Were they that person? Because I've heard that you can get an RMT receipt, but they're sharing the license, license number. Oh, yeah. It definitely yeah. wasn't that person. Yeah, no, like, it wasn't the, the, RMT. the woman who answered the door in lingerie was definitely not the yeah. RMT. She was just using the RMT's number. Yeah. But she wasn't certified. No. I God. need to change up my marketing, I think, is is what we're getting. <laughs> <laughs> You're learning. Why am I not answering the door in lingerie? Damn. So you can change the name to rub 
up. Rub down. Rub down. Rub down. This rub might down. be a yeah. little misleading, and Jason, yeah. that might not help your business very much. Or maybe yeah. it would. I don't maybe know. It would. I don't you know. never know until we try, right? I mean, COVID <laughs> has caused us to pivot a lot. And so maybe this is the pivot that we need. Oh, geez. Well, actually, we should get Jason to introduce yeah. himself. Yeah. We've got Chris, <laughs> who's an RMT. Sorry. Jason is not an RMT. For anyone listening, he will not be rubbing you up. Nope. No. I mean, rough it up. For the he's not third time, I'm not doing it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Jason. I'm a personal trainer, uh, owner of Chalk Up and Pickering. Um, yeah, just a personal trainer, gen pop population, helping desk warriors move better, feel better, helping some athletes perform better. Just a little bit of everybody. Right um, on. Loving what I do and loving the new venture so far. All right. We're going to start right at the beginning then. Yep. So I know that the three of you, like we said, worked at the same facility at some point. Mm-hmm. So there was a point. And you guys probably both know this. Maybe you don't even think it's the same one. But yeah. there was something that suddenly sparked this idea that the two of you should break away from this place and start mm-hmm. something on your own. I want the whole story from both yeah. of you. I want. I just want to know mm-hmm. how does this happen? How do you guys decide, mm-hmm. that's it, we're going out on our own and we're making this happen? So mm-hmm. I-, I could lead it for this one. Like I remember uh, during when COVID hit, even before then, I was kind of getting a little bit stagnant with my growth and i kind of figured that that we needed to make moves somehow and crystal was going through the same thing speaking of kind of going independent at some point Mm. so during covid i kind of built a garage in my gym and had clients there because that was the only thing i can kind of do safely without going into a major gym facility right and then you know after covid lockdown after lockdown i decided to go independent and i had no other person in my in my mind but to talk to crystal and say hey I have a room up for, for rents. I think we can actually make this thing work. And lo and behold, here we are today. So, because when I was working at yep. this place, mm. you were also doing a PTA, right? Yeah, I just started the PTA. Role. Were you yep. still doing that at the time or no? Yeah, yeah, to okay. a certain extent. Yeah, not as many hours because right, right, right. we had a different physio, but yeah, I was doing it. And okay, that's what okay, sparked cool. my interest mm. with the therapy side. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's what I had imagined. Crystal, yep. where where did this come from in your mind? Like, I mean, as I said, I I knew you. We never really, I mean, it's not like we knew each other well enough that I'm like, so what's happening? What are your career plans? Yeah, yeah we're but not like painting each other's toenails and like comparing. Although you did like, touch my feet, so it's fine. I mean, <laughs> they're pretty good feet. So, I mean, who wouldn't want to touch them? You know what I'm saying? Um, I, haven't, I haven't had a pedicure in a really long time. You might want to take that. <laughs> Her feet are like Mark, water we're not skis. cutting that Stop out. making fun of my feet. <laughs> they're like long. They're like they long are actually, skinny. look. Look how long and skinny they are. Stop. They're, they're ridiculous. <laughs> and they look even longer okay. because the posterior aspect of her calcaneus doesn't protrude posteriorly very much so stop it, looks like it. Her leg and that's okay right it's still okay. okay all feet are beautiful and so this is so maybe i should start with that like i got into reflexology because i have terrible feet terrible ankles terrible mobility and when i took that course i was like we need to focus from the ground up on our own health mm. but specifically regarding like how i decided to leave um our previous employer um Last year around September, I my birthday is in September. I'm September 30, baby. Um, I was turning 29 and I was like, I have all of these goals. I am like, like I have a list of everything that I want to get done mm. in in one year, five year, ten years. Mm. And you are a nerd. <laughs> I'm a huge nerd. The I have list. an ex- I have an Excel spreadsheet. Um, <laughs> I've got pie charts and shit, but I was like, this is what I want to get done. Yeah. I want to have kids within the next three years. Um, I don't think that I can do it 
Does your on, boyfriend know? Is he listening to this? Um, you have three you know, years. <laughs> you know that now, man. He is going to have children with me whether he wants to or not. <laughs> it's part of the plan and nobody asked him. And I have to but make the baby anyway. So <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, Chris, I have a story for you when you finish this. Please. Trust yeah. me. You can make it happen. I yeah. did. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. You should have been here, man. By the way, in my high school, sorry, this kiddo. was called the Filipino trap. Yeah. Oh, Stop. Is this a Filipino uh, thing? It, I don't know. In my high school, it was. I mean, maybe maybe you're Filipino, girl. You know what? Actually, yeah. last last, last night trap. somebody somebody referred to, and I mean, didn't refer I'm to me as Filipino, control, but, I'm really not. but I. It's funny that you say that. Maybe I'm Filipino. So I saw this thing on, you know, those things that you see on like Instagram, and t- I don't use TikTok because I'm old, but I know that it's on there. Where it's like, tell me you're this without telling me you're this. So mm. gotcha. one of my friends from high school who was Filipino uh, did it like tell me you're Filipino without telling me you're Filipino and she showed like the spread that her and her co-workers brought to work and yeah. it was like yeah that's so Filipino but then I walk into work yesterday and I realized I just did the same fucking thing I had that whole table out there <laughs> with like a whole spread of like chicken tacos yes. like I had the chicken the cheese the veggies yes. the salsa and I go to him you Weird. want dinner I brought dinner I love it <laughs> I love it Mark you know I would marry her again if you could <laughs> fun, fun fact Mark and I have gotten married, married like three, three times, times. Yeah. really what? oh yeah. shit okay I feel like I need to catch up on that but anyways sorry, we'll get JJ. to that <laughs> sorry JJ again uh, so just anyway you have goals and you know one of those goals is I have tricking goals. JJ into babies in three years right. but I have goals, goals and I'm crazy <laughs> and I had all these ideas in my head about where I would be financially secure stable all this stuff and I was like we had the conversation hey listen i need more money for my time i don't want to work more for more money i want you to give me more money for the time i'm already spending right and the conversation came out that it wasn't a feasible direction that we could go Mm. and um and i was like okay you know what that's fine can i hear what this conversation sounds like Mm. i'll tell you why I'll tell mm-hmm. you why, because mm-hmm. there's probably a whole bunch of RMTs listening to this, a whole bunch of massage therapists listening mm-hmm. to this that are that like, want to ask I, for more I want money. to ask for oh, more money, okay. and yeah. I don't really know how to approach it. Okay, so um, originally when I was hired in 2017, I had one manager, and the spiel was, you know, I so I came out of school 2016, so I'm pretty fresh out of school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, manager A says, you work really hard, you hit your targets, you do this, you do this, you do this. We can raise your percentage from 60 to 65%. That's what gotcha. our senior RMTs are getting now. Okay. Okay, that's fine. That's awesome. Coming out of school, you get 60%. Cool, no problem. Um, and then a month, I would say maybe six, I don't really know. Time is strange, but I would say like six months before I had this conversation, I there was a changing of management. I had a different manager. Okay. And um, how this different manager was handling things, I didn't appreciate. Um, It's COVID. Everyone has their own ideas about how to handle COVID, how to to go certain ways about it. Anyway, I, I... I have a seven-year-old mother-in-law at home, and I'm handling it the most, the most um, conservative way possible. Right. Like the least amount of germs, the whatever, whatever. Right. Anyway, so um, I'm stressed about that. I'm stressed about finances. Anyways, um, so I have a conversation with Manager B, and I was like, "Hey, listen, I've been here for three years at this point. Mm-hmm. I've done everything that Manager A has asked me. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about." What I need, to, what more do I need to do to prove 
that I deserve a raise. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Put it on paper for me. What is, is it a goal? Is it a number amount? Is it a percentage of time amount? Okay. Put it on paper. How much, what do I have to do to get that raise? Some type of metric. Yeah. Right, right, right. He was like, I didn't even know that conversation had taken place. Let me go back and compare notes. And I was like, okay, but you're my manager now. And yeah, so what do you want? What do you want to give me that extra 5%? Correct. Yeah. What do I have to do? Because I'll do it. You want me to cut a bitch? I'll cut a bitch. You want me to shave? I'll, I'll do aggressive. it. I'll do it again. I did it once. <laughs> I ain't going back, but like, is, is that what you want? Like, tell me what it is. Put it on paper. Yeah. And when I hit those goals, I want that money. Okay. And he said, well, you know, it's COVID. I couldn't do it. Blah, blah, blah. Kind of dragging his feet. And I said, okay, like, well, you know what? Like, so he cu- he couldn't just say, like, this is what we need to do here? Like, times correct. are slow right now. Correct. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But when we resume, right. this is what this is what I'm thinking. Some type of plan not of even, action. Exactly. Yeah. Not, nothing like that. Correct. Although, to be honest, and, yeah. like, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I understand yeah, every yeah. business has mm. been punched in the fucking gut this past mm. year. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Understand. Yep. But RMTs have been busy as hell. Mm. And mm-hmm. I understand as a clinic owner, you know, you're a little bit afraid and whatever. And this particular place wasn't just a clinic, right? Like like your place, there was another aspect to it. So, you know, money might have been tight. Yes. But at the same time, the RMTs that have been working their asses off this entire time, and all she's saying is, I'll continue to be busy. I just want a bit of a higher percentage. Like, right. tell me what I have to do. So I feel right. like there should have been like, something. Like, give me some assurance she that a this is going to happen. Exactly. Like yeah. Even, yeah. even yeah. if he had said, or she, I don't, don't know, it was he or she. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Even if this person had said, um, you know, right now it's not going to happen, but let's reevaluate in three months. And these are the things you exactly. need to do. Like, exactly. give me Absolutely. something. No, don't just say, well, it's COVID. Yeah. And exactly. Just and, avoid it. And that's what yeah. my problem was. It was sort of a, a convergence of many things. Yep. But I, as I told you before, I'm a huge nerd. I I want it written down. I want numbers. I want percentages. Mm -hmm. You tell me what I have to do and I'll fucking do it. You think I can't fucking achieve anything you put in front of me? Like, I will do anything. I'm a little afraid of you. I think you can do it. Yeah. (laughs) She will cut a bit. She will cut a bit. (laughs) She's on the record. Is that what you need? As I roll backwards. (laughs) (laughs) As you just like put more space in between. Come on. I thought we were being cool. What's up? No, we're good. You said I have nice feet. Yeah, you do. (laughs) But yeah, so, so, so to me, I think if, you know, if, if this conversation was for a new RMT, my or any therapist, really physios, chiros, anything like that, know your worth. Mm-hmm. Know that if you are putting in the time and the effort, you are being consistent, like with anything, if you're in the gym, mm-hmm. you should get results. Yep. If you're in your job, you should get some fucking results. And yep. if you don't, then you need to have a serious conversation with yourself what am i fucking worth because to me that's a big red flag absolutely when i'm going to you saying this is the discussion i had with the person that was here before at least acknowledge that that's a possibility okay cool um this is what we discussed this is what i'm hoping for at least something at least acknowledge that Mm -hmm. you know anyway if you're a manager manage that's it it's so Mm -hmm. it's so shady so So that discussion Mm -hmm. was the moment when you realize like I need to move. That's enough. That's enough to say like, oh, I got to move. 100%. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I, 29, I've been fucking killing myself working. I'm great at what I do. And you can't even acknowledge that I deserve. You could even say, like you said, it's COVID. I would love to give you a raise. Mm. We will give you a raise when we can. Here it is in writing. Mm-hmm. 
I would exactly something I would have I would have accepted that I'm a very reasonable human being but the conversation was not like that and I just thought you know what I've been here for three years see I would be mad for another reason as well I would have quit right then and there on the spot Mm. because I would have felt like I I was fucking duped man the person before you Mm -hmm. said this Mm -hmm. that's why I conducted myself the way I fucking did Mm -hmm. and hustled Mm -hmm. like mad and Mm -hmm. now 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 this it was for nothing other than to feed your fucking pocket I would feel like I got duped I would be fucking angry and then because I have Lily Aldrin justice I would steal shit Mm. of of (laughs) equivalent to the value (laughs) that I think I'm owed start telling telling shit up this cost this much this cost that much I'm gonna get my Raise. I told you that story, right? <laughs> like story? I, I used to work for an unnamed large gym chain corporation. There's literally like only one left. There's so. only one, <laughs> and y'all know who it is. You have a well, it's good because I have a serious, <laughs> I have a serious stair climber problem with them. So good. I hope right. you stole it all. So here's here's my story. Is uh, so I, I got my registration in 2016. I got I you know I got hired with them right away. It was fine. It was shit. Let's be honest. It like is. it was like yeah, a 50, 55% yeah. split. Garbage. Yeah. Fine. I'm straight out of school. And they give us, uh, what's it called? Working notice. Mm. So instead of giving us, say, okay, you know what? We're going to cut all of you people, all of you chiros, physios, massage yeah, therapists. Here's the your clinics. severance. No, they said we're giving they you- They did that to my sister too. We're giving you three months working notice. Three months working notice means you can work for your severance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I said, cool, sounds awesome. <laughs> you know what the clinic needs? Several thousand dollars worth of new equipment. Where's that going? In my car. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I get it. One hundred percent. You don't want to play that game? Fine. Yep. That's okay. I don't give a fuck. Like I you so know what I mean? She will cut a bitch, is what she will. Yeah. Have you, I'm sorry. I don't know if you can tell in the in in the camera, but this hair is purple, girl. Like only crazy bitches got their hair purple. I'm fuck, just I had saying. purple hair for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew you were cool. And the wine, and the wine, and the purse, and the purse, yeah. and the purse, wine. The purse, purse wine. wine. Appreciated my purse wine. One hundred percent. We're like, we're like, cheers, like, 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 yeah, she's yeah. cool. I like her. <laughs> we're like, we're like drinking in the parking lot. She's like, oh, I got wine in my purse. I was like, bitch, I'll meet you upstairs. We are in Scarborough. The funniest, the funniest, like podcast guest meeting ever. I show up here, I see them drinking. I was like, oh, hey guys, you can come in. They're like, oh, we're just loosening up a little. I'm like, you can drink it upstairs. I got wine in my purse. It's like, yeah, we're the right place. Shit. We were right like, place. fuck yeah. <laughs> the best part was, though, I tell them, I'm like, but this door's locked. They're like, okay, we'll be up soon. So I come up here and I say to Mark, I'm like, your friends are drinking in the parking lot. I told them the door was locked. They still chose to stay out there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say about them. <laughs> yeah, just join the view. Enjoying the view of enjoying Scarborough the sunset. Parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Scarborough parking lot with the people in the parking lot and just hanging out. So now I understand why. Um, were you two friends? Like, did you meet at work? Were you guys friendly at work? Or like, how does the conversation start between the two of you? Well, we met at work, but we actually realized we went to the same elementary school and mm-hmm. I think the same high school. We just yep. never really communicated. Yep. Because mm. he's a year older, so he's so much cooler than me. And I, I just as like, smart as her. I was just Not too scared. <laughs> Not in the same class as what's <laughs> such, such a small world. <laughs> yeah. It's true. So both, both Scarborough born and bred pretty much right you were a yeah. generation I was at Dean yeah. Park across the street yep. and then uh, we started talking and had the same friend group yep. and literally started hanging out together since I think since you started the gym yeah when we were s- close since then and then I think I remember I had m- built a platform in my garage and I was training her as well right? yep. and that she was, was ta- fat as fuck <laughs> yeah like the because 
So I'm a pretty big nerd when it comes to weightlifting or, or powerlifting or anything. So I'm like, okay, I want to get a garage gym going, but it needs to be level because every garage in Ontario has to be beveled down yeah. because of the drainage. So exactly. like, cool, I'll calculate the angles, I'll make it level as fuck. And I did it and I was training in the garage and other clients mm-hmm. and she was getting having some struggles about going independent and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, what? I'm, I'm kind of on the page where I can maybe open up an own cl- my own clinic or at least a gym space. Would you be interested in that? Like loosely. She's like, mm-hmm. yeah, hell yeah, I'm down. And then from that, I just yeah. kind of started scouting places on my own. Yeah. Until I texted her and said, hey, man, I got this place. Are you, st- are you still down? You know, yeah. it was nothing written down. It was just more of a yeah. friendly agreement. Right, right. It's like so serendipitous, though. Like you guys went to the same high school, didn't really know each other or elementary school. High elementary school, and, yeah, yeah. and high, high school. school. Yeah. And then you end up working at the same place. You yeah. both like not that you hated the place, but you wanted more money. You wanted more growth. Yeah, so it was yeah. like mm-hmm. just so perfect. I right. love when things work out like that. And that brings me back to you and your goals. It's because of that attitude. Like, I yeah. swear to God, I say this to Mark all the time. And I can feel him rolling his eyes over there, but it's fine. I'm, I'm stoned, used to yeah. it. <laughs> but I've always, I I've always been like that <laughs> in my 20s yes, because absolutely. I am not in my 20s. When I heard you like you guys are like 29 and 30, I'm like, well, fuck. 30, um, 31. Um, oh, oh, you're so old. <laughs> You're so old. Oh, my God. You haven't seen anything yet. (laughs) So when I was in my 20s, I was very similar. Like, I had, like, very, very, like, timelines for things. Right. And I'm also, like, I'm not crazy. I understand that there's certain factors that you can't necessarily control. But I always believed, like, you have so much more control than you even realize you do. So I had these ideas. I was like, you know, I want to graduate massage school at 26. I want to get married when I'm 28. I want to have my first kid at 30. Like mm-hmm. I like this is how I had things yeah, laid out. Exactly. And I remember doing this exercise at this place that Mark and I were both working at. So him and I didn't know each other. We got hired the same week, but we didn't know each other. We were both in the same training session. Like we were literally sitting across the room from each other when I wrote down like I'm going to get married at 28. I'm going to have my first kid at 30. <laughs> he married me when I was 28. Oh, I had shit. my first kid at 30. Yes. Do you know what I wrote down in all of this? Yeah. You probably know what I wrote down in all this. What do I typically write down in scenarios like this? I hate doing this, but I'm writing because somebody's looking at me and I don't. I want them to think that that I'm participating. participating. So I'm going to write this. This is a stupid exercise. When is it going to end? I I can only do three more lines of this. (laughs) You just draw like a big dick at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) I would add to Jason's story is that we were training the garage and he said. The level garage. Yeah. yeah. The weights wouldn't roll. Sorry. It's perfect. He calculated his angles. You know what I'm saying? He knows. His ankles. Yeah, just okay. hope you don't spill anything in there. <laughs> Gotta get There's the no drainage. <laughs> Truly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> now you're screwed. But I remember Jason. No pissing in the corner, dude. <laughs> piss, on the, piss in the Close other side, corner. Man. <laughs> but yeah, Jason was like, I want to do this thing and I think it'd be great. And I was like, that's a bad idea. It's COVID. And he's like, no, 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 I got it. And I was like, oh, you got it? All right, cool. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I, got I got it. I was like, Jason wouldn't say he got it if he didn't got it. And I would never yeah. go back on my own. Do you know word. how much of a contradiction you are as a person and I'm really digging it because I'm the same way like yeah. I I appreciate science everything about me I was like well there's no evidence in science but then on the other hand I'm like a super hippie like mm-hmm. where I'm like put it into the universe and it will come to you it's true yeah. right yeah. but you as a person you mm-hmm. go from being like calculated and having pie charts mm-hmm. to like I'm gonna take this giant leap of faith because mm-hmm. this guy says he's got it yeah, yeah. like who <laughs> are you that's my boy right there Crystal, I got it if oh, my boy okay. says he got it then he's got it 
and I'm yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. That's, and I've been in, and yeah. it's no, been yeah, great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and it worked. Did I got it mean like don't worry financially, I've got the money to do this, or did I got it mean like there's a place I already put a I already put money on it, like I've I've already started to paint it orange. No, like, <laughs> no, it was yeah. literally I got it like. I believe I can do it. And I was like, oh, word? You believe you can do it? I, I, thought, you I believe believe in you. He, he I thought you were going to start singing, yeah. I believe I can do it. <laughs> no, you don't want to hear That's me a sing. different story. Yeah. But like, oh, word, you believe, oh, you believe, oh, you got, okay, you you think you can do it? Yeah. I think you can do it. At Let's point, fucking go. At that nice, point, nice. I was already scouting places. I was, And I, I didn't, I mean, <laughs> I'm a personal trainer now, but I, I went to school for finance, right? Yeah, yeah. So I have a good idea of oh, finances. Oh, see, it would have yeah. been helpful to know that before. Yeah, so I think that, I think that was the <laughs> one thing that made Crystal's like, yeah, like, okay, okay, well, he's, if he says it's yeah, good, he said good. he has it, and yeah, I did finance as a background. So I was like, cool, I can swing this rent. I mean, with you, for sure, we can swing this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Construction did mostly myself with some help of friends, and you know. Well, and both <laughs> of yeah. you were not, you weren't leaving the vicinity. Like, yes, you were moving a little bit yeah. further east, but you both probably had clients, you knew people. Yeah. It's not like you were starting from absolute scratch, luckily, right? Like, yeah, you would have so. people who are going to come with you. The people who were working at your garage were probably very happy to know that now there's a studio well, to absolutely. go to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, although, yeah. although the garage was leveled, so. Yeah. yeah. Super I mean, leveled. <laughs> Jason's like, I'm a level with y'all. <laughs> 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 You're just waiting to, <laughs> yeah. to say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wrote that one down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, half of them were happy that um, we were going to a studio. The other half was like, oh shit, we have more space now. So more, <laughs> like, we have more so much shit to yeah, do. more equipment. Nah, let's go back to the garage. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I think what sold me was that your mom believed in it. And, yeah. and Jason's mom is very, like, <laughs> she's very honest. Yeah. And if she says, I believe in this, then like there's something there. You know yeah. what I mean? If you had zero support, would you still have been like, I'm doing it? Yeah, yeah. I'm the kind of person I'm very hard headed. Yeah. So even if everyone told me in the world it hates a horrible idea, I'm like, Well, I think it's cool. So <laughs> I, it. yeah. I mean That's mar- that's Mark exactly. Yeah. Red, red everyone can tell him, yeah. Stop that oh, right yeah, now. Yeah. He's like, No, it's it's a it pretty feel, good idea. I mean, I think right. it's yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, regardless yeah. it, What are we just, risking really? Just yeah. our whole livelihood? We'll make another one, no problem. No, and this is, but this is the beauty of the work that we collectively, like the four of us, do. It's not like if this were to fail, which I don't think it will, because one person here has a background in finance, the other person has pie charts because she just likes them. Like, obviously, you guys didn't just jump into this not understanding anything about business right like there's a business plan you guys know what you're doing and you obviously complement each other very well you seem like your best friends so Mm -hmm. that's awesome but um i literally forgot what i was gonna say my purse Mm -hmm. wine should be taken away from me (laughs) i think your point was you're gonna give me all of your purse wine because you just can't handle it i probably shouldn't drink anymore but i just watched you pull another white claw out of your purse girl Alcoholic white cloth. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's mango flavored water. <laughs> yes, I bet that's um, really is what it is. Like a tiny, <laughs> tiny oh, amount. Of I remember what I was gonna say. Yeah. Oh yes, yes collectively yes. as people, even if this did fail, which I but absolutely don't think it will, it can't. We have jobs where we're never going to, there's never going to be a shortage of work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like if something happened where let's say business did start out slow, let's just say that, okay, fine, not as many people were coming in. 
there's always a backup. You're a RMT. You do reflexology. You've worked as a PTA. You're a personal trainer. Like yeah. you guys have skills that can move across other places. And we have services that people want. You don't even have to sell that hard. Like yep. I'm literally just in public and I mentioned like I'm a massage therapist. There's like six people like you have a card. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Actually, my business card has a QR code. If yep. uh, Mark has if, one on his phone. Yes, Show them your phone. It's so sick. Work. He's got this. Th- he just so like just taps. He phone. taps his phone to your phone. Okay, and like background. all of his nice. links come up. It's so what? sick. Yeah. What That's is good, that man. called? Because I need to. Uh, get that. I can't remember. But there's a whole. I I got it when like there was only two companies, two yeah. tech companies that had that going on. But now there's a billion of them. Yeah. There's a lot of these uh, digital cards that just tap onto your phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. super old school. I don't have those things. Yeah, I, like, I barely know how to use my phone. Yeah, yeah. You're still. You're still writing your phone numbers on people's hands. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Call me later, Amanda. <laughs> Except as an RMT, I feel like that is dangerous territory. Never do that. Oh. Oh, and, and don't hashtag foot love on your video. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you do that? Yeah. Okay. So you can only imagine the freaks that fucking have oh that tash- hashtag god. saved. Okay. <laughs> so you know whatever, no king shaming and all that. Do whatever you want. But I, I am hashtagging foot love because we call it foot love when you take care of your feet. You should love your feet in a certain way. <laughs> yeah, in a certain way. You should love your own feet. Okay, not other people's. Okay. Do do whatever you want. But I'm just saying, like my specific intention was for you to remember, hey, you have these things attached at the bottom of your legs and you should think about them even when they don't hurt. Mm. That's like my mission. Take care of your feet. To get people to take care of their feet even if it's not in pain and your friggin' first and third metatarsals aren't crossed or some shit. (laughs) Don't let me get to that point. That's... Please. There's a show about that. Have you guys seen that show? So. It's like something is wrong with my feet on TLC. Anyways. Is that the actual? Sorry. Of course it's okay. on TLC. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where else would it be? Airs right after Dr. Pimple Popper, right? <laughs> I <laughs> love Dr. Pimple Popper. Somehow I'm not surprised. You know what's funny? I think, I honestly think it's actually disgusting, but like I understand the satisfaction. Yeah. Like I get it. The yeah. people who are really into it. Yeah. But it was Mark who actually introduced me to Dr. Pimple Popper. And I would say to him, like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't yep. want to see it. Yep. Yet anytime he's like, he's like, I think my ears infected. He's like, can you come see this? He's like, yeah. you like that shit, right? I'm like, no, yeah, you, you do. do. I think it's gross. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Embrace <laughs> it. Embrace <laughs> it. But yeah, so um, I was trying to do, after we did the reflexology thing, I was taking some courses from like the Foot Collective and things like that. And I just wanted to share what I had learned. And um, I made a video and it was just a short 15 second video and I hashtagged whatever. I was just like hashtag foot love. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with hashtags. I just hashtag whatever (laughs) makes sense. (laughs) And I hashtagged foot love. And then what they say is like you're supposed to engage with um, those hashtags to kind of increase like traffic to your post on Instagram. So I followed it through and I was like, oh. Oh, oh no. Oh no. And and then for a while, because I was following that hashtag, <laughs> I kept you're getting feet pics on my Instagram page. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it was like and it was like just like hashtag foot love, just like freshly pedicured. And I was like, no, 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 no. Do you, do you use TikTok? Because you're young. I you know what? I'm not that young. So I I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, I don't know use TikTok. How, like because I, I keep seeing like, these TikTok videos like when she was saying oh no oh no you know that's like it's like the high pitched voice it's like yeah, oh, oh no, no. yes yeah, 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 no. I feel like you should do a TikTok with like you realizing <laughs> like all of love. the all of the footlong <laughs> videos and things that are coming up uh, what I love about 
uh, the TikTok thing is that <laughs> it's coming onto Instagram. So I yes. can, I understand Instagram. I don't get TikTok. No, I, I have TikTok. I don't know. I literally downloaded it for one reason. And okay. it's so silly. My seven-year-old, <laughs> I don't even know how to tell the story without sounding like a horrible mother. That's My okay. seven-year-old wanted to participate in a talent show. And I said to her, okay, what's your talent going to be? And she was like, I think I'll dance. I love her. She does not dance. She's not the most coordinated. No, she falls doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. I said, would you like me to help you? She doesn't like, fall doing nothing. She, she ain't all that rhythmic. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I fall doing nothing. So I get it. It's all but good. She, 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 you know. But anyway, so I was like, okay, well, let's like let's work on this. What do you want to do? I said, we can come up with some choreography. We can come up with a dance. And she was like, can't we just like play music and I dance? And I was like, no, I'm, no, I'm <laughs> no, you have to. And I was like, let me show you. And I was like, oh, I'll download TikTok and show her because they have all these like dances. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even fucking figure out yep. like how to find these. I was like, how yep. did, like, what yeah. do you do? Where I am I? Where app. am I? And what am I doing? <laughs> what is this? I tried to make one TikTok video, but I was like, how the fuck does this work? I don't get Two it. Two hours later. And then I, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I don't know how it works. I agree with you. I don't understand I'm, TikTok. <laughs> I'm young, but I'm not that young. I would say like someone between 15 and 20 <laughs> is very well versed in like the TikTok language. I bet 29 yeah. year olds that were allowed more than three hours of TV. like <laughs> Maybe. You know what? You're right. I'm kind of oh, fucked oh, up oh, in that. Just, just blame it on your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, fault. just add it to the oh, list of things. Things, things guys. Yeah. Yeah. Don't TikTok, know how to TikTok. Good. Yes, exactly. We don't, we don't my mom, anyway. my yeah. mom would be like, mission accomplished. My mom would be like, if I didn't do that, would you own your business right now uh, and i'd be like all right thanks mom i love you sorry bye <laughs> sorry. sorry you're right you're right i'm always so torn on the whole screen time thing to be honest with you because as i said like i don't quite literally mean i was raised by tv but my parents never no restricted it you know yeah, like we we were outside all the time because like that's what you did in the early 90s yes i'm that old that was the norm right and a lot of kids programming was fucking violent like very violent cartoons when i was a kid were violent the cartoons even when i was a kid that's what i'm saying and the kid the cartoons that my kids watch like (laughs) i love that she implied that like she's so much younger than you like she is even when i I was a kid (laughs) oh really yeah oh yeah mark is just beautiful but he's really old (laughs) yeah we Filipino, we don't crack. I got nine years on her. Wow. You, you know that he's not Filipino, right? Are you not? Everybody no. thinks he's Filipino. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're not the first. He's not. No, yeah. no, no. Not, not even, even close. close. What? May I? May I ask? My parents are from Trinidad. Oh, oh I thought you were shit! Gonna yeah, my parents are from Trinidad. Oh too. shit! <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. No, his dad. His dad's, dad's Chinese, Chinese, so there yeah. is Asian yeah, yeah. there. Mm. But literally, everyone that sees him just assumes. Filipino, but yeah. this this well, hair... also you're in Scarborough, guy. Yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, just this hair lets off like a Samoan vibe. So. Yeah, sometimes you know, <laughs> it's, it's the uh, the hair dude too. That's this like is my, total co- my, my COVID head. Yeah. <laughs> this this happened because I had a big afro. We tell the story a lot. I had a big afro, and mm-hmm. uh, this is during COVID. We're all home doing nothing. My mm-hmm. daughter's like, "Let's do crazy hair day." I'm like, "Cool, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna come out in the bathroom with crazy hair." So I shaved the mohawk, and she didn't give a shit. <gasps> Like, that's not that crazy. Oh no! It's gonna be crazy. He comes out of the bathroom, <laughs> and I was like, "Did you really just do that?" Oh. <laughs> just for crazy hair day. And she's like, mm, "Okay." And she went and started playing something else. I'm like, "Fuck!" But the crazy- I did all of this for you. And- <laughs> the craziest part though so is I like, I love it. So every time he's so like, weird. "I'm gonna get rid of it," I was like, "No, I no, like it. Why? Yeah. I like it. It's I, my I favorite part about you." I committed. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That's Oh, man. I think we should so actually we should actually talk about your business though because yeah. oh yeah I also want to 
let people know that it exists, but also because I know you guys are looking for other people, right? Like yep. you're looking to expand the team. So can you, for everybody listening, just tell us like what you guys do? What is Chalk Up? And then um, if you want to, you can get into sort of like the yeah. vision of where this business is going. What is it going to be? So I'm going to ask I'm going to ask on top of that. I'm just going to compound it. You guys just rock and roll. How about that? Mm-hmm. I also want to know how long you've been in operation and what the growth has been like. Mm-hmm. And how did that growth happen? I only want yeah. to see pie charts. Cool. Pie charts. Well, Crystal mm-hmm. will provide the pie charts. I've actually brought an actual pie. <laughs> <laughs> you, you turn your attention. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought she was really good. No, literally. Now we owe him a pie. Uh, I mean, pie would you think it would have been? I like a papaya. Uh, papaya? A, a papaya. <laughs> I, I, I know. A papaya. <laughs> Anyways, you take this away because I'm, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Chalk Up is, uh, that was my business name that I registered uh, when I became a personal trainer as a uh, part-time or contractor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the vision with Chalk Up is just everything to do with in the gym. You got weightlifters, you got bodybuilders, right, you right, got right. Li- everybody in one place. Uh, me and you, Mark, we, we've been to tons of concerts and what, one thing that really gravitated me towards those places, we're all there for the same thing. Yeah. Same thing with the gym. We're all there for the barbell. We're all there to get better. And I want to accommodate that in, uh, I guess, a private studio space right now. Where I can see it kind of expanding to is like it's bigger facility. And I mean, with more therapists that are like-minded, treating bodybuilders, treating weightlifters, treating nine-to-five warriors who just want to just feel better and move better and mm-hmm. be educated about what their body is capable of. So that's like the preface of what Chalk Up is right now and where I hope it could be, where we hope it could be. And um, yeah, that's pretty much where it is. And the growth, I mean, it's funny. Every time there's a lockdown, there's obviously no growth. There's a little bit of a decline. But as soon as we get opened back up, there's a little bit of a resurgence. People are waiting. Like I I can tell you, like every one of my clients that's like hardcore gym rats, they're like, I'm like, my life is empty right now. Like, there's a hole. We say this all the time too. It's like there's some there's there, there's someone that I speak with a lot on Facebook. She's an RMT up north, and she used to have a gym, mm. and she had to close it down. We because were talking of COVID. about her yeah. actually mm. out there. Cool. And <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so she had to close it down because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And th- but the whole time during this lockdown, she keeps messaging me saying like gyms are over. Like no one wants a gym anymore. I was like, what are you talking about? First of all, we were always able to work out at home. We were all able to do that. We choose not to do exactly. that. We were all able to go outside and like do run, a, run around and do all that shit. We weren't doing that. We, we want wanted the to go. Gym. To, we go to the yep. gym because we want to go to the gym. Yep. It's not just we want to exercise. We want to go to the gym. One hundred percent. That's all there is to it. Yeah. yeah. That's Absolutely. who's at the fucking gym. So I can't figure out why why people are like oh gyms were going to be done. Blah blah. blah. No, it's all going to be online. No, no, no it's no, not going to no. be online. That, that was always never. that was always <laughs> no. the, that was always possible. That too. was always an option. And even before it was online, then it was Billy Blanks and Tybo. Like yeah, yeah. It's, it's always a, big, a possibility. It's a big circle. Exactly. Well, don't you remember? Yeah. I have I have like a USB from one of my clients that I used to treat like ten P90X. years ago with P ninety X. Nice. I yeah. think I did it twice, but I have no desire to work out yeah. at home. Yeah. Like when I want, I, there's something about being the gym. It's a different feeling because when you go to the gym, for me especially, when I go to the gym, I'm there for one reason. So I will do it. I yeah. will work out. I will be motivated to do it. I feel good doing it. When I'm at home, I'm like, I'm going to do a workout. I get 20 minutes into it and I'm just like, well, that's better than nothing. I'm going to stop now and yeah. go, you know, yep. clean or do laundry. Yeah, you or get cook distracted or very easily. For so, sure. Like you yeah. said, though, I, feel, I felt so bad for, because like I remember when I was a fucking hardcore gym rat. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
that was my that was where I went when I was happy. Yeah. That's where I went yeah. when I fucking hated the world and mm. I was angry when I was sad. That's where I went to go hang out with my friend. Like yeah. that that yeah. was my livelihood. That's your hub. Yeah. I was literally there every single day. Yeah. So yeah, like man, if you yeah. took that you away take that from away? me oh my when God. I was yeah. in that mentality, like I would lost. lose my yeah. fucking mind. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now exactly. hardcore gym rat as well, man. Like happy sad that's your home and exactly. you made a lot of friends through there and that was like the the safe haven against anything else mm-hmm. and I, again going back to the same question i want to provide that for we want to provide that for everybody having a safe haven to to go to to train mm-hmm. so hopefully we can keep open to provide that safe haven well and i love that you've decided to you know it's yes it's a, a gym and it's a place to go work out and get fit and get educated about your fitness and your body but then you've got the other side of it the therapy because all of these people the nine to five warriors as you call them i love that hmm. they they need something else they need somebody who's going to do what crystal does yeah. and fix their body after they've totally destroyed it so you guys are like <laughs> the perfect team there i mean that's how mark started out he was a personal trainer yeah and he opened a clinic in a gym nice. and i remember Did when you? i first met him i was like well that's just brilliant yeah that was pretty <laughs> nice. yeah. that was an easy go yeah. <laughs> you're like well all right i suppose that's a smart yeah, thing to do go, yeah. well and especially people in the gym i mean it's like you know when people leave a massage i always i always say like what the one thing I love about my job is when my clients my clients are happy to see me, right? Mm, yeah. And when they leave, they're super happy, right? There's all the endorphins. They're like, oh, I feel so great. That's the same as when people are leaving the gym, right? Mm. They just feel so awesome. Getting people who just worked out to commit to coming for a massage, like it's pretty easy to do. Yeah, honestly, yeah. like there is yeah. literally no challenge yeah. there. Like, oh, yeah. you just had a good workout. You want to get a massage? Yes, I yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. And people, especially now, now that gyms are open, um, they're like I haven't worked out in like whatever two years. I can't work out in my home. Um, I'm dying. I can't even plank without lower back pain or something like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they need you. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Come on in. And then you bring them in. And it's like, all right, I need to see you for you know whatever their treatment plan is once a week for the next whatever. They're like, yeah, that's a really good idea. I you know I'm I've really fallen off. I'm like, yeah, cool, awesome. I don't have to sell at all. Your no. body sells for me and I never have to lie. I never have to, I never have to do something like shady or whatever. It's like you come when you think you need to come Yeah, and trust me, it's more often than you think you need. Um, and a hundred percent of the time people are like, oh, you know, I wanted to, uh, to reach out to you last month, but like I forgot and life got busy. And so for me, it's very, very easy to be like, Hey, how's it going? And people will just respond like, I really need to see you. Like, just such an urgency. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. Well, well, I'm booked for the next two weeks. So uh, I guess I'll see you in three weeks. Like, okay, let me know if you have any cancellations. I'll come any time of the day. Like, they will make time. Because I think that for me, what the most difficult thing maybe for sales would have been is convincing someone that what you do is important. And at this point in our society and all that we're doing, they know that it's important. I don't mm-hmm. have to say shit. I'll well, just be like, well, I'm here Monday to Friday, 11 to 7, and uh, I'm fully booked for the next two, three weeks. So I'm sorry. I guess we'll have to figure it out. Well, people have to learn, too, to put themselves first a bit, too. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they need this treatment so much, they should reach out to you first. But Truly. we, we 
as people, we don't always put ourselves first, right? Mm-hmm. No, so, but now now people should. It was it was definitely ballsy of you to decide to open a gym when gyms weren't even allowed to function. But yeah. you've also told us you do things that everybody tells you is a dumb idea. But it, it, <laughs> it is and it isn't because, as Mark said, and it's like you guys acknowledge being people that were gym rats. I mean, you obviously still are a gym rat, yep. and I know that Mark mm-hmm. and I. <laughs> We're not exactly gym rats anymore. I don't like rats. I don't like rats. <laughs> but you know that there are people who think exactly like you that were yeah. waiting to slam down that door. For sure. So, yeah. I mean, it, it. but it was still ballsy. Like, were there a lot of people saying to you, like, are you fucking crazy? Like, you're going to open a gym at this moment in the where middle gym, of a not pandemic? Gyms are like you're going to open a business and then on top of that, you're going to open a, a business that mm-hmm. can't open. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I did the numbers and uh, again, like I'm pretty hard headed. So it doesn't matter what anyone tells me. Right, if someone, right. I know the numbers. I know I'm like, I can, I can swing that. No matter if shit hits the fan, um, I can swing it. We, we can make it work. And um, obviously having the clinic was an added bonus because Crystal was able to operate safely through the pandemic. Mm. So that was something that was an added bonus. Yeah. Um, but even, I mean, going into it, no one knew what was going to happen. That it's any true. Moment, you know, we can wake up the next day and everything could be locked down. But mm-hmm. um, I took a risk, which I usually do. And so far, so good. Mm-hmm. You know? But again, I am ballsy and a little bit hard-headed sometimes. So... If it's something I want to do, it's, it's going to get done. But that's what you need to be when you're an entrepreneur. Like you, there's there's always a risk that has to be taken. Yeah. And I think the most successful entrepreneurs that we know are the people who are like, yeah, it's a risk. But it's it's the, once you dive in, that's mm-hmm. it. You're done. Like I'm yeah. once you've decided I'm doing this, I'm doing this. What was it that you called the point of no return? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every entrepreneur gets to that point where yep. they're like, I, like this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Somehow I'm going to make this fucking work. Mm-hmm. I don't care how. But this is working for sure yeah and well and you need that right you need to be hard-headed yeah. so mm-hmm. point in overturn the worst everyone. thing to me is having regret and you know two years whatever years from now is looking back and be like oh man i wish i did that i, I yeah. don't like that feeling same you know i, I could try it and fail but the fact is i still tried so it doesn't really matter a hundred percent that is that is where i am with my career is like i yeah. can try a million different things but as long as i tried them and i will never say at the end of the day you know what i didn't do everything that i could then I'm okay. But if I try a bunch of shit and like half the shit fails, like half of the shit succeeds. So we're good. Yeah, we exactly. win. You yeah. know, I like, I like the point of no return. I, I, I live for that space. And I think that we should all strive to find those places in our lives where the growth is uncomfortable and scary. And if you can get there, then you should try as much as possible to live there. Do you ever get jealous of the no. person that doesn't see the world <laughs> no. this way, about the person that is just very happy with the way things are. No. I'm comfortable. I don't need growth. I don't even acknowledge the idea of growth because I'm just in my pocket, yeah, where I'm at. And, and I love being in my pocket. I don't get jealous, but yeah. I, it, it's it's hard to uh, draw a fine line. I'm just like I just kind of decompartmentalize myself. Yeah, that. yeah. Like you do you, I'll do me. Yeah. Because I don't want to put my ideas on in anybody else, right? I, I'm not gonna. I, do that I'm guy. not gonna lie. Sometimes, gonna gonna sometimes I get so jealous. Like when I see some dude, like, mm-hmm. like, 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 come out of his car and and he clearly has like some sort of like manual job just by his clothing and everything else, and he's he's coming home at four o'clock. And yeah, I know he was at work by seven, but he's and then he just looks like the happiest guy ever. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go home and I'm just gonna hang out or chill out or do this or do that. 
and I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna do the next this again. Go see my buddies at work. Blah, blah. Sometimes I look at them going, it's it's so understandable. Me. That's, that's so it's sweet. so understandable yeah. how you feel that way. It's the same thing when I like I won't get into it because I don't want to uh, stir up some shit, but. I have very different viewpoints on a lot of things. Um, I'd say majority of like my family, a lot of my friends, I'm I'm somewhat of a black sheep on the way I look at things. I question a lot of things. Yeah. And mm. every so often I say to Mark, I just wish I could just think like everybody else. Like the whole ignorance mm-hmm. is bliss thing. I'm like, I wish that I didn't have to be so skeptical of everything right. and question everything. True. And okay. like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. sometimes I just wish that I could be more peaceful and like, mm-hmm. wait a Except second, why like is that, that happening? That I just what is, to right. you. So what I was, what I was going to say is, for example, today, uh, just before I came in here, as I said, I was at um, my best friend's house. She's the godmother to my youngest child. Mm-hmm. And so I was at her place because she had bought birthday gifts for my kids and we haven't seen each other. So we went over there to have dinner and um, her husband said to me, who has a very typical, like, I think he works from like 6 a.m. till 3 p.m. Yeah. or something. Um, Same and he, thing, day in, day and out, he, day and in. And he comes out. home and he does has seem like a really, he, yeah, he's, he's got great friends at work. He likes his job. And mindless, he comes home, he's mindless happy. work, hanging out with buddies, right. doing mindless work. Yeah. So he said to me when he arrived home, because he worked a little later tonight, he arrived home around five o'clock and he saw me there and he said, oh, is Mark joining us tonight? And I was like, well, him and I have to record tonight. I don't know if he's going to come in because he had a few things to do. He's like, oh, you guys still got to go back to work? And I was like, yeah, it's Friday night. We got to go back to work. And uh, he's, and I was like, oh, that's what you get for working for yourself. He's like, yeah, but you guys have so much freedom. I'm like, yeah, and you don't. As happy as that guy must I mean, has to be, he wakes up at fucking five yeah. o'clock yeah. every day. Yeah. Your life has laid he, out for you yeah. already. Yes, he has to be at that place at six o'clock. Yeah. And it, it, just as a, another example, we're sitting down to dinner and his wife says to him, oh, because their, their son's in a Montessori school. And she said, oh, I just checked the week before school starts. Um, they don't have any care. And uh, she also works for a school board. So she's like, I have to be back at work. He obviously. So they were like, fuck, what are we going to do with our kid? And I was like, this is a problem we never face. Yeah. yeah. Like we can always rearrange our schedules and figure it out and mm. deal with the kids. And so, yes, there's pros and cons to everything. What I like to sometimes just walk into a place, do my job, come home at a normal hour. Check in, check out. Yep. Yep. Sure. But then there's other times where I'm like, it's Wednesday and I'm drinking wine. So whatever. <laughs> Purse wine. Purse I mean, I'll be honest. I drink wine every day of the week. So that's okay. So you but, guys don't get jealous by that, eh? No. And, and to your point, I think jealousy is the wrong word. I think like it must be nice. It must be nice to to know to have everything preset for you. Mm-hmm. But it's, you again, wake up it's, at it's pros and cons, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. for everything that they have that we don't. So, for example, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you know the Tip friends that have benefits, I'm like, yeah. cool, mm-hmm. you have benefits, mm-hmm. but I can decide tomorrow that I'm just not going to work and I don't have to answer to anyone. It's it's I, a big trade off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was telling Jason that like January and June are my slowest months, so why don't I just not work those months and go travel? Cool. Yeah. See, and That's you my can, and I can. Yeah, and try I telling can... your employer that. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm just not going to come in for I two just, months. Uh, Is that cool? I don't feel okay, like bye. that's uh, that's my thing. <laughs> so I'm just going to not do that. Um, travel is one of my biggest passions, and so it's like it would be such a dream to just leave, be off the grid for a month. Nice. And uh, not have to touch base with anyone. Just say, hey, hey, everyone, uh, I'm not going to be available for the whole month of January. So book February accordingly. Bye. 
And at this point, I've been treating for, you know, I, I, I've got a client base of, of four years. And at this point in my career, I can do that. And if any of you are listening, she means that with all, all the love. love. All the love. There's a lot of love behind it. I Hashtag mean, all the love. Hashtag <laughs> not Hashtag foot love. love. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, but they get it. You know what I mean? At this point, I've had this amount of time to find the clients that understand who I am as a person. Oh, that is the best feeling. That is the I best literally, feeling. I literally say this all the time as much as, um, I, yeah, I mean, you can't really take what I say for serious when it comes to massage therapy because I'm just like, this is like the greatest career ever. Like, I don't fucking have to have any stress it's in my entire life, right? But I always say, like, I have the best clients. Like, yep. I can literally text my client in the morning if something goes to shit you know like yep. i have two young kids yeah. something goes to shit i don't have to like make up something weird or oh there's no, traffic no. i just text them and be like like my kid is having a fucking meltdown i'm so sorry i'm gonna be 15 minutes behind yeah. and they're yep. like okay cool we'll see you when you get here yeah. like they i know have you. just they know the you. best yeah. clients yeah. and it's it's, it's so awesome. nice to be at that point yeah. do you think in jobs where you're able to kind of set your own projects and do your own kind of stuff and work at your own pace. Yep. Do you think you should have to go in and shit then? Or like, can you just leave when you want to leave, take vacation when you want to take vacation, not show up if you don't want, as long as shit gets done, then mm. who would care? Do you there think are in, there are companies that, that do that? that way. So then my question is, do you think that the majority of people, if they were given that type of freedom with their work, do you think most people would take advantage of that? Yes. Or do you think most people would just be like, this is cool and it's going to be motivating to just do what I got to do, do my job. It depends on the person workplace or would people take advantage of it well it depends on the person i, I and and the people that were taking advantage of it they won't last in the company yeah because a company like that they're giving you the freedom because they're basing their they're basing the benefits on merit so if you're showing me that i don't need to be a helicopter and hover over you and micromanage you and you're getting shit done and you're doing a good job I can be hands off and you can do what you want. The people who are getting the freedom and they're not getting shit done or they're half-assing things, there's things they're missing deadlines, they're never showing up, no one can get a hold of them, they're going to get fired anyway. Hmm. So you think most people would take advantage oh, of that Oh, for situation? sure. Yeah. I think this I think human there nature, would be, yeah. I think, yeah, people would try, yeah, yeah. but there's going to be the people that stick out and that's the thing is that's why not yeah. every company works that way, right? Mm -hmm. It's there's certain companies that work that way and you are sort of like, prestigious almost you mm -hmm. are the mm -hmm. type of person that that company is looking for then they'll bring you in if you're making progress then that's all that matters like if you are like you said i think you and i are very similar we have goals we have maybe it's personal maybe it's in work but at the end of the day i don't need you to tell me you should reach out to your clients. You should do this. Trust me, I know. My yeah. bank account tells me. Yeah, that's on you. I know yeah. what I need. And at the end of the day, I'm very self-motivated. I don't just need a number on a paycheck. I need freedom. In my mind, that is my ultimate goal, mm, yeah. is to pick up and do whatever it is that I need or want to do whenever it is I want to do it. Can I ask you guys a question as brand new business owners and yeah. entrepreneurs. What do you think of work-life balance? That's interesting. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> what, what's that's what balance? I expected you to say. What's yeah. that? What's it's the about? same thing. It's so, the same thing. Yeah. So how, how are you doing it? It's, it's the same thing. I mean, I'm, I mean, I was talking to Amanda about like editing videos and stuff like that. Like, 
I catch myself doing that at like 12 a.m. sometimes, but I, I enjoy yeah. it. I, I actually enjoy it, so I don't try to segregate it with work and life. Because yeah. if I do that, then I'm going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what's yeah. going. This is what I need to do, and I kind I, I still enjoy it. So let it be. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. And and it's your job, right? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. sometimes your job you're working at three in the morning, and sometimes you're working at eleven in the morning. Yeah. It is just it is. It, it, is it is what it is. is. Yeah. I had to do so much unlearning though when we started mm. this business yeah. because you're sort of taught to believe that there is the separation, right? Oh, and it, it's not like you get an entrepreneurial class in high school or whatever. Mm, like That no. doesn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. So when you and I started working for ourselves and you were doing things at four in the morning, I would be like so upset. Like, I'm like, it's fucking four in the morning. Nobody in their right mind is working at four in the morning. Why do we work for ourselves if all you're going to do is work? Yep. And that's when I'm in the mood to do it. Right, that's and then he would try happening. to tell me like, but I, I don't mind. I'm awake. Yep. You're sleeping. Like, first of all, why are you waking up yelling at me? Just go to sleep. <laughs> and then eventually I'd be like, you're right. Why am I awake? You do whatever the fuck you want. Good night. Right. But I had to do so much unlearning of that. There doesn't have to necessarily be a work-life balance. The way Mark puts it is that there's a flow, right? You know the stuff you have to do in your personal life. You know the stuff you have to do in your work life. And as long as everything is getting taken care of yeah. and one part of your life isn't being neglected, mm. you're good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it doesn't matter when it happens. So he still does that. Where Sometimes even I think it was, well, even tonight, earlier today, he was like, I need a break. I've been staring at fucking screens all day, but I have to do this, 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 this for tomorrow. And I was like, okay, well, I'm coming in tonight to record. We'll do all of that at 1030 tonight when we finish. And I never would have said that five years ago. I would have been like, this is crazy. It's 1030. We're going home. We're going to bed. I'm leaving. And then I fucked off in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can. Right. May I ask, are you awake at four in the morning because you can't sleep? Like just whatever. Or is it because you are like, I have so much stuff to do. I want to do it right now. Or is it because you're high? Well, I get high, then I fall asleep, and then I wake up. He's always not been a good sleeper from the time I've met him. I don't him. sleep either, much. Either, yeah, he doesn't need a lot. He needs like four or five hours wow. tops. Yeah. Wow. So if and he falls asleep up. at 10 a.m., if he falls asleep at 10 p.m., mm. that's it. Like, there's no way he's sleeping oh, yeah. past then three I'm up or at, four. True, he's up. I'm right. up at two o'clock, and then yep. that's it. My day My day starts after about watching three three episodes of Hawaii 5 Yeah. <laughs> And then my day yes! starts. You start your morning. Yeah. That's nice. Absolutely. That's good. Okay. It I actually works out really well because I am the farthest thing from a morning person. I move oh. so slowly in the morning. Yep. Like, yeah, do yeah, not ask me to do anything before 10 a.m. because it won't be done well. <laughs> yep. And so if our one of our kids gets up at like six o'clock in the morning and they come to me, I'm like, Where's your father? <laughs> like, I am not the one to talk to. <laughs> Go talk to your dad. But I've always been like, I got to do stuff when I want it, when I got to do it. Like, there's times when, when I would, when I was doing a lot of stuff with motorcycles, I like nudge her. It's like three in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to go work on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> do, you think, do you think it's weird if I go work on the bike? And then you're like, yeah, it's weird. But like, do you think it's weird? Yeah, it's weird. Shut the fuck up and get away from right? me. Stop right, talking right. to Literally, me. Literally, I'd be like, don't even, don't even speak right now. Why are and you so here? In, it's it's funny because on one hand, Morning. It's yeah. funny because on one hand, I'm mad at him for talking to me at three in the morning. On the other hand, I'd fucking murder him if I woke up and he was gone at three in the morning. Sure. Right? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I cannot win in that situation. Mm. Yeah, a hundred percent. One hundred percent. You were in a no-win situation. Yeah. Work-life balance. Uh... Yeah. No. One hundred. And I. So for me, I I set a boundary. It's not a balance, but it's like 
after 10 p.m., if you text me, which is fine because everyone has my personal cell phone number, Client everyone one. has yeah, my yeah. emails, you can message me all you want. I am not responding until 9 a.m. in the next so day. So I, I do the same yeah. when it comes mm-hmm. to clients, mm-hmm. like texts and emails and whatever. I don't want to set the precedent that I'm available 24 no. hours a day, so I don't respond to them. Um we're still working on that with Mark because sometimes if he's awake, he'll just answer the email. And I'm like, can you just answer it in the morning? <laughs> the problem is he has a really bad memory and he's certain he will forget yeah. to answer it in the morning. What that's, if you just, that's because I smoke too much fucking weed. What if you just set it to like answer, like send at 9 a.m. or something? Uh, that's even do more that? work than just sending it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> if I'm going to do that, then I might as well just hit send. Yeah. Depending on what it is, when I'm doing things like that, I operate on the idea of... If I was on the other end, what would I love to happen right now? And depending on what the correspondence is, I will respond right back. Because then I'm thinking to myself, like, if I sent this message to someone at like 10 o'clock at night about this thing that I felt was kind of urgent, mm. and I recognize I'm probably not going to get an answer on this by wherever, but then I got my answer right then and there, I'd be like, I'm so fucking impressed. And I'm so most, happy with and that. And most people but, but, are very but I'm appreciative. Not do, but I'm not doing it for the purpose of for, for the purpose of that. But I do consider that when I'm making those is because I don't answer absolutely mm. everything. Yeah. If it's junk, it's junk. Part of for what I also think is part of the work like ballots, why I don't think a lot of people can do the types of things that, that this dude is doing mm-hmm. is because he's happy to fucking kill himself at the beginning. Right. To 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 be the person's like, uh, you need to have that balance and that space. Give yourself this time to yourself and give yourself boundaries to stop working. That's mm-hmm. great when you're fucking seven years in mm-hmm. and you're not in the red. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. great when yeah. that's great when you're twenty years in and you're making good dough at it. Yep. It's not the fucking best idea six months out of the gate True. to suddenly True. give yourself all 100%. of these boundaries. One hundred percent. You gotta work for that. You gotta earn it. So since this is a hanging with entrepreneurs session and we always ask these kind of questions, I wanna know um from one of you, both of you, whoever, uh, what would you say was sort of like the biggest surprise running your own business like were there any like major surprises like oh shit like i didn't realize this and you jason's first. already laughing so he's got something <laughs> you first. so uh when I, I got the place like i i read the lease i mean cool first and last this and that I read the contract cool that's all it's good so one of the first the wor- first week i'm just redoing the drywall filling the holes mm-hmm. cool i'm calling up bell cool i'm gonna get the internet Mm. I'm doing the floor by myself and my neighbor helped me, whatever. I know the costs. And then the sign is like this big wide sign that's illuminated. Mm. So I asked the property manager, I'm like, how do I get this shit? Like, how do I get this stuff like designed? He's like, oh, you yeah. call someone, they, they'll take the same plastic, they'll strip it and they'll put your graphics on it. I'm like, oh, so they use the same plastic? He's like, yeah. Oh, that's not going to be that much. Mm. I call up this place, local place in Pickering or Whitby, sorry. Good good guys, good guys. And uh, they give me the the estimate. I'm like, it's a thousand dollars for for a sign. Like, I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm going into a business. I know that I'm going to be spending money. But I'm like, you're using the same plastic. <laughs> why the fu- like, why is it that much? And my graphics is it's just orange, and there's a logo. And I'm giving you the graphic. Why is it a thousand dollars? So that's the best. so they, they they put it on well, beforehand. They half the sign was illuminated. So the dudes were telling me that the ballast needed to be changed. And the ballast would be like another G, another thousand dollars. Thanks, and I was just like, I'm not, I'm not spending another thousand on top of the thousand dollar of my same plastic. Anyway, they fixed the sign, and then it was fully illuminated. So I texted whoever did it, thank you so much. 
And they said, no, we didn't even change the ballast. Did you want to do that? I'm like, no, no, everything's fine. This is even, it's fine. It's fine. Don't even touch it. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest surprise, yeah, the, how much the sign costs, man. Yeah. But it works. We've gotten walk-ins from that sign. It's nuts. It's nuts. Awesome. For me, what I found was the most surprising was how many people actually care about you as a person. You know, how many people were like, oh, you're going here. You're doing things on your own. I'm so proud of you. I'm so supportive. Let me come. You know, I have a client who's like, uh, it's an extra 15 minutes drive, but I will come see you. Yep. You know, I have I have people who are like, you know what? I mean, I haven't seen you in a minute, but I, I heard you were doing your own thing. Let me come support you with my money. Yeah. Not yeah. with my heart and soul and fucking yeah, love yeah, yeah. and dinners and shit. No. Like, let me come support you with my money. That was yeah, to me surprising. the most surprising is because I'm so used to being obviously hyper independent and like just doing it my own way. I don't need anybody. But what was so surprising to me was the love that I had built through my whole career that was like, people were like, oh no, I like you for you. So your clientele recognized how valuable you were even though your employer didn't. That's fine. That's a big Correct. thing. Bo- Isn't both that ways. crazy? Both ways. But yeah. that's, but no, but that is usually what happens. And I mean, and that's why like, you, you know, at the beginning, Crystal was shouting like, know your worth, know, you know, know what, what you deserve. Yeah. And that's absolutely true because the people that you are helping, they already know that. They're not going to stop coming to you because you've moved 15 extra minutes or because yeah. you've raised your prices a little bit or whatever. Like, yep. I know I have clients who have literally been with me for 10 years. Nice. And that's I, great. as I said, I started Midtown Toronto. I still treat people in this room beside us mm. who I was treating 10 years ago at Young and Davisville. That's amazing. Because they will come here. They yeah. will figure it out and they will come here. They make it work, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. make it work. And I mean, it's not like you're getting a massage like every three days I mean some of them would probably love to yeah. so if it's only something if they, they have to it. do every few weeks to drive to Scarborough they're like They'll yeah it's it fine work, yeah. I'll make yeah. it work no big deal yeah man no, if I had clients even in the garage I would like tell them hey just, just pay me this much because it's a garage like you can pay me whatever like, they'll pay me $20 over that because that was your rate at your previous employer why am I going to pay you less because you're on your own exactly like, it's the same 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 type of skills you're offering see these are the clients you want right the oh, people yeah. who understand like the people who are not looking for a bargain they want yeah. you yeah. And so why yeah, why would they undercut you? Why wouldn't they give you all their money? That's what always killed me. When I first became a therapist, um, there were certain people in my life that I felt were like expecting deals because they were my friends and family. And then I almost yep. felt like, oh, I should be giving that to them because they're my friends and family. And I remember one of my other friends who was an entrepreneur as well, posting something on Instagram and it was something about like, if you're going to support your friends and family, actually support your friends and family. Yes. And I was like, right. Yes. Like, why are the people who are supposed to care about me most asking me to discount yeah. my prices? Exactly. Exactly. Why wouldn't they want to pay my full rate? 100%. Like, crazy to me. And yeah, and I have complete strain. I mean, they're not strangers, but clients who are like... Yeah. I will travel for you. Yep. Oh, you've increased your rates fifteen dollars. No, no problem. I will pay that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep. awesome. Yeah. That was a weird position. Sorry to cut. Yeah, like, just like asking for that extra five fifteen dollars. Right. Yeah. It's kind of a weird spot to be in. You know what? It was super fun. Thank you guys for Thanks. coming in good, and yeah. talking because we love having entrepreneurs come in and just share the real stories of how things get started and the good things and the bad things. And you guys are like a baby business. You know, you started mm-hmm. during COVID, mm-hmm. so at some point we'll have you back to do a follow up when Sweet. things really get going, oh and God, hopefully we can see how things are booming for you 
you guys. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe, yeah. maybe you've inspired me to go to the gym again, but probably yeah. not. Maybe. I mean, uh, you know, we're not too far away, so you can always come yeah. visit us. And I think uh, <laughs> I'm going to give this to Mark now. Oh, we have a gift for oh, you. There's a gift. We have a gift. I don't know if he remembers this. Yes. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Live I'm so excited. Yeah. This is a great fucking Who album. So me and him were talking about music, and uh, he's like, "If there's one thing you gotta oh. listen to, you gotta listen to like this album." This he is just, a fucking. He was great. yeah yeah. I've listened to it. He's <laughs> raving about it. So I saw it in a record shop downtown, like twenty bucks, and I'm like, "Oh, I'll pick this up." And I listened to it a few times. Oh, but that's has, so nice. It has all the uh, right on, memorabilia man. inside of it, like the the contract the band signed. So I was like, "Yo, I have to this have to give this to Mark." Cool, dude. I'm like, I didn't even think to ask if you had a record player, but I'm like, I think Mark has a record player. He was born in 1975. He has oh, a yeah. record player. Yeah, his record plays all over the yeah, place. If I have a record player. He has a record player. <laughs> so I figured that was appropriate. Awesome. This is awesome. Thanks, brother. Yeah, Appreciate man. this. Yeah, listen to that. Oh, such a Wrap it up, album. sir. Right on. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists and a Microphone. Peace.